going to get it whether it was Mother's Day or not? Yes. <laughs> Did I call it my Mother's Day gift? Also, yes. <sighs> and I have not watched anything because I have been watching stuff while I run on my treadmill and I cut the bottom of my foot, the ball of my foot and my big toe really badly last weekend. And so I haven't been running. Therefore, I have not really been watching anything. The only thing that I have watched is a couple of movies with my daughter. We watched Sing 2 and Pitch Perfect and that's it. I haven't been watching much either because usually my watching time is like, I don't know, like six to eight or something like that and we've been going for a walk around that time every night i started the newest episode of marvelous mrs Maisel last night at like one and i fell asleep watching it so i don't even know how far i got oh my god i know and then i just realized this morning the new uh season of the great just came out and they dropped the entire season and i love that show so i was watching that a few minutes ago I'd, i'm like 10 minutes into the first episode i completely forgot what happened last season because it was like well over a year ago mm. but it's a good show so that's it. I mean, we are big old bummers on what's what watching know, right? stuff this week. Oh, yeah. It's been nice out, so I've been yes. outside. Yes, it has been. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to That So Original Podcast, the podcast where Tiffany and I talk about original streaming TV shows and movies and cats. So we are here today to talk to you about Yellow Jackets. Episode 5, it's called Two Truths and a Lie. So many lies. So, so many lies. Truths. <laughs> I believe it is you who starts us off this time. So we start with four non-blondes. Uh, what's going on? Playing. It's called What's Up what's called? because we got what's that wrong yeah. at a trivia contest one time. Yeah, it is called What's Up. I knew that because it's like, I have it. I think I have it on tape somewhere, but anyways... So we are getting a little bit of Van in her life. So she's rewinding a tape, a VHS tape, thank you very much, mm -hmm. getting some food from her fridge, she's going down in her little shop and collecting the mail. She's a full-on crunchy hippie with the beaded curtains, whatever. And she gets her mail, which all are like past due bills, throws them in the trash because she's alternative like that. Two teens come into her shop and they are just dumbfounded that these boxy things are movies. Wait till I explain Blockbuster to you all, because your minds will be blown. Um, this chick comes in and is telling Van that Party Girl is her new favorite movie, and she would marry Parker Posey tomorrow if given the chance. And I was like, I loved Party Girl. I love that movie. They made a TV show out of it, and I even actually like the TV show. But that's for another I time. had never even heard of it, so. Really? Uh -huh. Oh my god, it was like a 90s staple. It was just such a good movie. So, Van gives this girl a copy of The Watermelon Woman, which that I did not know. Did you look it up? It's about a lesbian who works in a video store. Oh. So, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. She said it was like, it was like lesbian, true lesbian cinema or something. So, this is when Ty decides to come wandering in like the crackhead on the corner. Like, she's the, like, I have worked a lot of retail and you know that shuffle when somebody comes walking <laughs> in like that. You're like, oh, God. They're going to steal the cigarettes and they're going to try to buy something crazy. And she walks in, and Van's like, Ty? And Ty just falls over. And I was like, did she fall asleep? Like, she's like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> and also, this new intro is fucking dumb. You are welcome. Mm -hmm. It was awful. I hated it. Yep. Back in the mountain times, we get pictures of the icicles that are starting to melt. So, oh, spring is coming. Mm -hmm. Ty wakes up in her little attic and discovers she is not tied to Van. And I was like, wait, what is this? And she goes downstairs and finds Shauna bitching about being pregnant because Shauna's always bitching about something. This is when Van peeks her head in and says, Ty, we're about to start. Well, Ty is going to go to the woo-woo circle that Lottie is leading now. Ty says, I know it's bullshit, but Van's convinced it stopped my sleepwalking and it's making her happy. So happy wife, happy life. And I was like, you guys are like 17. Right. So calm down. So outside, Lottie is making everyone breathe with her. What do we feel? The cold. How does it make you feel? It makes you feel alive. It's just, it's really dumb. What do you hear? Travis says, the wind. And I was waiting for him to say, what do you smell? And rip a big fart like a typical teen boy. <laughs> or like, say, does anybody smell popcorn? And just let one rip. Because that would be <laughs> what happens around here on the daily. Van says she can hear the pines and it's peaceful. And I was like, okay. And Nikila says it sounds like a whisper. And Crystal and Missy say it sounds like singing. Whatever. 
Gladi is telling them that they can tap into nature. It's what will protect them because new life is coming and we can't wait to meet him. And they keep repeating this. And Shauna is watching this out the window like, oh my God, they're going to eat my baby. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to make one note about that last scene that I don't know if you noticed how fake the CGI cold air breath is, but it was so distracting to me that I really couldn't focus on anything else that was going on in the scene. I want you to look next time that they're outside at the fake CGI cold breath. It's awful. They don't have HBO money, Kelly. They got Showtime money. I know. Let's be real here. I know. Or like, what's all the snow? There's snow everywhere. I mean, is it not cold there? Is that fake? I watched a TikTok on it and it was real snow. See? Like they had a snow machine. It wasn't like potato flakes. It wasn't paper. It was real snow. Then it's probably cold there. You know what? Just skip the breath. I believe it's cold. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do the bowling alley? Oh, I have so many things to say. But I mean, they're mostly shit jokes. So let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, from the winter cold, we are in a bowling alley with a live band? Question mark. Who's ever been to a bowling alley with a live That's band? That's exactly what I said. And it's like the middle of the day live band. Can you imagine you're in the band that plays like at the two o'clock at the bowling alley? (laughs) What is wrong with your life if this is the gigs you are booking? Callie is bowling with, I have now called him Cop Stash because he's just (laughs) awful. He looks like Porn Stash from uh, Orange is the Black because he's really tall and he's got that stupid mustache. But whatever. He gets a strike and says, yeah, nobody fucks with Jesus. And I was like, really? That's the joke we wanted to go with, writers? Callie thinks this is so adorable. And bets him, she says, if I make a strike, you have to kiss me. I was like, honey, you are 17. But whatever. So he looks at her score and she has sucked all the marbles before now. So he's like, sure, let's do this. So she bowls Granny style and of course gets a strike because whatever. And he realizes that she's sexually hustled him. And she says, a girl can't wait forever. And he's like, I'm going to go to jail because I'm like 40 and I'm a cop. And he tells her this whole thing about, I thought we were taking things slow. And he likes her, but, you know, he's done this before and he screws things up by going too fast. I think this could work with us. In what life could this work? I know. But she is instantly smitten like, oh, he's so cute. Well, he leaves to pee, and the waitress comes over to close out their tabs in, like, the most gruff way possible. She's like, I'm leaving. Here's your tab. Figure it out with somebody else. This is when Callie decides to be like, I'm just going to look at his card and maybe get some things on Amazon. And so she opens it up, and she looks at the receipt, and it says, you know, the name on the receipt says M. Saracusa? Sarah, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, wait. Is his name like Michael Jesus? Because I don't know what's happening. So she decides to go on her Google machine and she finds a picture of him from a shop with a cop event and she instantly shits her pants. You could see it on her face. She, her face looked like mine after two fiber supplements and a long walk. It was <laughs> it was not good. It was the oh lord it's coming just act natural face. Like oh it's running down my leg. It's it's good. It's fine. It's Everything's fine. Did you okay. see how much yeah. the bill was for? It was for $71.95. And that, my friends, is why bowling is not a cheap date. Don't do it. Well, are we getting charged for the band? Because, what? I mean, what kind yeah, of bowling maybe alley is that? There's a $20 cover for the shitty band that plays at 2 p.m. I don't know. I went to Midnight Bowling on New Year's Eve, and we had three rounds of bowling all the pizza we could eat, and all the pop that we could drink, and I paid $20. Oh, my God. So... I played more than that for a game with the three of us a couple summers ago up in Knoxville. Bowling is insanely expensive, at least around here. I don't know, man. $71. She was probably like, I am putting on a huge gratuity because you're fucking annoying. <laughs> there you go. Gratuity included for having to deal with you guys. And because you, you seem like a pedophile. You're welcome. Yeah. So back at the cabin... Who are these two girls? Am I crazy? I said random (laughs) girls. They featured them on TikTok and said that they had both been there last season. They just never had names before. Okay. They were Yellow Jacket 6 and Yellow Jacket 7 or something like that. (laughs) So now they have names. One is Jen. I can't remember what the other one's name is. Well, I mean, they're probably going to get eaten, so I'm not going to bother learning. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. So anyway, Van and Akila and Mari are trying to get Javi to talk about where he's been. 
They also mentioned that it was Javi who stole the bear meat. And I was like, did you see that on your ring camera? How do you know that? (laughs) Van asked Travis, hey, can he come over here and help? But he's like, no, he'll talk when he's ready, whatever. Nat sits down beside Travis. She tries to make nice, but he is so not interested. Akila is in the pantry with her new friend that she has named Nugget. Mari walks in with a deck of cards and she's like, here, choose one. So Akila chooses one. She seems relieved at whatever her choice was. We go back out into the main room and Crystal and Misty are talking about what three famous people would you have at your slumber party? Misty says Plato. Duh. Eric ne- <laughs> Eric Nees, who if you don't know who that is, you need to look him up. He was on The Real World New York on MTV. And he was on the grind. Yes, and he was on Whoa. the grind. And he's, at least at the time, he was a very hot guy. I, I was looking at pictures of him now, and I was like, eh, not so much anymore. He's gotten real weird now, and <laughs> then non-vaccine, he's gotten real yes. weird. And then she says she doesn't want to say who her last guest of honor would be, but Crystal Pinky swears not to tell. So she whispers Jack Kevorkian, because what he's doing is so brave. Crystal says they had to put down their beagle last year, so why should humans have to suffer more than beagles? And, you know, I agree with you, Crystal. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mari walks up to them with the deck of cards, and this is when she says, pick a chore. So this is apparently how the girls decide who does what chore. And so I think that the Queen of Hearts is going to eventually come to have some super dark meaning, like as things progress, as in like the person who gets that card has to bring them the next sacrifice or something like that. I totally missed they were cards. I just said that they were notes. So I missed that they were cards. Yeah, they're playing um, cards. Yeah, that, there you go. That makes total sense. Yeah, so callback. Crystal is all wound up because she has picked the poop pot duty again. But no worries, Misty says. Duty. (laughs) Duty. Misty says she will help her carry the bucket, which she doesn't do. P.S. She does not touch that bucket one time. Crystal says, thanks, bestie. Mari doesn't make Misty pick a card, I also noted, but whatever. I guess she decided they could share that duty. <laughs> now, every time <laughs> I say duty, oh, god damn it. Okay, in the car. I, I have the... the- I said this was very much a Jerry and the bird feeders in Ramps Apart from Parks and Rec. You know, every fucking card that it, that was ready for them for Misty and Crystal <laughs> was, was the poop, shit. Was, was the shit bucket, card. Yes. <laughs> you know that they loaded that deck. She's like top loaded that. Lori has a secret deck that she pulls out for Crystal and Misty. Yep. Well, that's why Keyless looked at her and smiled like, "Yep, no shit for me." You know who's gonna get it again? Again? How weird! I can't believe that keeps happening to you, Crystal. They're all handmade cards, or whatever that was. <laughs> the jack of spades. This looks or whatever. like you drew this on here. No, no, <laughs> no. They came Mm-mm. like that. That guy that lived here was weird. <laughs> so we're in the car back in the future with Callie, and I, I call them all kinds of names. I called him Cop Guy, Cop Guy J, Cop Stash. Is that, let's call him that. Yeah, that's why I call him Cop Stash. Anyway, he gets in the car. He asks if she's okay. She's like, yeah, I'm fine, but I, I think you're right about taking it slow. Things are just really bad at home, and my head is all messed up. It's like everything is so fucked up at home, and he's like, oh, wow. Is it about your mom and the affair? Like, cool, way to to play a cool Jay, whoever you are. Do you want to, like, I don't know, like, talk to me about it? And Callie says, actually, yes, I did find out who my mom's been sleeping with. It's my dad's best friend, Randy. How fucked up is that? And he's like, oh, Randy. Yeah, wow, that is totally fucked up. And he looks very disappointed. They drive away. Back in the car with Misty and Walter, they're listening to Stayin' Alive, Misty turns it off because she says they need to concentrate. They are driving on that road where the purple people are supposed to be. She has to stay alert. Walter suggests a game, two truths and a lie. She's like, that's kind of the opposite of concentrating. But anyway, he's like, I'll go first. Number one, I used to own a small business. We sold artisanal small batch goat cheese and buy... We, I mean myself, and a goat named Billy. Number two, there is a non-zero chance that Barry Manilow was buying biological father. And number three, I have $175,000 worth of stock in Taco Bell, and I've never been to a single one. 
So he looks at her very expectantly and was like, looks like you're thinking hard. She says, I'm not. He's like, okay, fine. I guess you'll never know. And she sighs and she's like, Barry Manilow. He says, no. She's like, okay, fine. The goat. Male goats do not make cheese. He's like, Billy was a girl. They're all true. And he just cackles. And she's like, okay, I don't think you understand the rules of your own game. And he says, the only rule is to win. You know a little bit more about me now. So that's a win. It's your turn. And she's like, fine. I loved this. Number one, I do not like monkeys. I think we're asking the wrong questions about the moon landing. And then she starts smacking his arm and telling him to turn around. And I really wanted to hear what Misty's last thing thing was going to be. I was so mad. Anyway, they turn around in the middle of the road. They pull over to a little gate that has the same bee emblem on it as the jar of honey that they got from the bed and breakfast. I was right. The jar of honey was in the little basket at the bed and breakfast. And I was going to have us play two truths and a lie, but that won't work because you already know everything about me. It's true. It's very true. true. Yeah. I just put together, as you said it, I was like, they're the purple people eaters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, that makes sense to me. I feel like the writers are like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge about that one. So back at Vans, poor Hubble. She's watching some video on uh, VHS. That it looks, I don't even know what this is. I don't know if it's a wedding video. It's weird. It's got people with bad mullets in it. <laughs> when Ty kind of skulks in the background, she's like, who's that? And Jan's like, I have no clue. I'm just digitalizing these tapes. So she's taking people's old VHS and mm-hmm. she's putting them on, you know, flash drive or whatever smart people do. And she says, hey, by the way, do you want to tell me why you're here? Or are we going to keep pretending like this isn't super awkward? <laughs> it's been a long time. She's like, oh, wait, you've been sleepwalking again. That's why you're here to see me. And this is when Ty decides to pull out. We didn't talk about it last right. episode, but when she was hitchhiking and she got in with a semi-truck driver, she found one of those nudie pens on his floor and, like, bought it off him. It's the one if you tip it upside down. It's got a girl on it. You tip it upside down and, like, her uh, top falls off mm-hmm. and you can see her boobs. And she's like, here, I got you something. And she hands it to Van. And Ty says, remember when we switched one of these out for the guest book pen at Shauna's wedding? And I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I guess Jeff's mom was very upset. I can see her bosoms. Um, this is when Van asks, what's going on and how bad is it? Like, if you had any idea, Van, what the shit you're walking into. <laughs> Back at Shea Cray, Kelly comes home and Shauna and Jeff offer to make her a sandwich. They've got cinnamon raisin bread. And I was like, wait. This is the biggest crime of the series. No one eats a sandwich on cinnamon raisin bread. <laughs> That's disgusting. What the? Are you spreading mayonnaise on the cinnamon oh, raisin bread? Stop. <laughs> Meanwhile, Callie is still dealing with the shit in her pants and says, Hey, remember when I promised I wouldn't tell anyone about the stuff you guys have done? <laughs> promise not to freak out. And Shauna says, Nope, not going to happen. I'm going to freak out. That's just it's what's going to happen. And Callie says, well, it's no big deal. I swear. I've just been hanging out with like a 35-year-old cop, even though I'm 17. And I told all your secrets, but it's cool. I fixed it. She's like, I just told him that mom was sleeping with Randy. And Jeff is appalled. You told people your mom was sleeping with my best friend? Kelly's like, she killed somebody? I mean, it's a little, like, priorities here. Let's let's arrange this. Jeff is at his limit. Like, he was at the top of his head, and now he's above, and they are just, he is Charlie from Always Sunny. You had me here, and now I'm up here. <laughs> Shauna says, you're right. This works, Kelly. You're so smart. I love you. You're wonderful. She says, if the police think I'm cheating, then it's fine. Go ahead and text the cop and tell him that I'm meeting Randy tonight. And I was like, that's so random. She's like, guess what? My mom is going to fuck some dude tonight. <laughs> Bye. Shauna says, well, they're obviously following you. So they'll follow me because obviously I'm way hotter. And they will stake us out. And Kelly's like, I fixed it. Yay, me. Gotta go wipe out the poop out of my pants. Bye. <laughs> In the future, Nat is wandering the compound and attempting to unlock every door she can find. When these two randos walk up behind her and like, are you going to the workshop? Let's walk together, arm in arm, so you can't use your key. Let's go. Which makes me wonder if, like, Lottie is having them watch her, or I don't know. Back in the olden times, Ty and Akila are washing clothes, and Akila's saying that she was surprised to see Ty at Lottie's bullshit that morning. And Ty says, well, Van asked me to go, you know, what's your excuse? And Akila says, well, she saw Ty going, and she was bored. But she also says that when they were back 
home before a game, her and Rachel. I don't know if Rachel blew up in the plane. I think Rachel Rachel got, yeah, I think Rachel died in the crash. I think she was the fire girl Mm because there was only a couple. She says her and Rachel had a pregame ritual where they'd pump themselves up to Easy Lover. I was like, that is not a <laughs> pump up song, but okay. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of catchy. She's an easy lover. Yeah. Okay. So she said they that she. <laughs> now we're going to be serious. All right. She says she would put on her lucky socks, and then Rachel would put on her lucky shin guards. I'm like, don't you just have one set of shin guards normally? <laughs> like, how My lucky son can only they has be? One, yeah. So I don't. And she's like, and then they tapped their feet on the line at the same time before they took the field. And it was like this ritual that they did. And Ty says, that's adorable, but it didn't work because you guys lost all the time. You were terrible. So I think these were like JV girls. And yes. Their, their team was, was shitty. Kila says, well, it doesn't matter because it felt good that we could pretend we made a difference. And it's not like we're deep down believe it. We just did it. So that's what she's, the surface thing she's doing with Lottie. She's like, mm-hmm. if anything, I'm going to throw everything I can I can at anything that might help us get the fuck out of here. Right. You know, if it means that I sit at Lottie's woo-woo bullshit, then we all sit at Lottie's woo-woo bullshit. Akilah says she's going to keep going to Lottie's thing. And she's like, and of course, Ty, you're going to keep going because you're totally whipped. And I was like, she kind of is mm-hmm. for a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then cue splash flight. Oh, you son of a bitch. They were just <laughs> splashing water at each other. Outside of this room, this cabin has a lot of rooms. Yes, for it does. Like, I don't Whatever. Travis is offering Javi something to drink and says, drink it. It's good vitamin C. And I was like, what is it? Are they living in an orange grove now? Where did they get this? What, is, what are they drinking? Is it blood? I'm so confused. I don't and this is when Travis says to Javi, look, I get it. That night you disappeared was crazy. Everybody's trying to fuck me. Mm-hmm. It was cray. So I get it that you ran away because nobody wants to watch your brother bang. Say, no. I get it. And he's like, whatever you saw out there in the woods and why you're not talking, you don't have to tell us, but please just tell me where you were, Javi. Like, is there a place cooler than this where I don't have to deal with these girls' bullshit? <laughs> Will you take Let me there? Let me know. I know. And uh, Javi just ignores him because he's thinking about all the times he needs to go pee in the woods. Nat comes up and she's like, it's fine, Travis. He just needs time. And Travis is like, listen, we can't play like that we're friends now. You planted bloody clothes. You made me think my brother was dead. That's shitty. She's like, well, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense that he's alive and that he's a totally different person. Like, we're not going to talk about the fact that he was 12 and now he's like 25. Look, apparently he went through puberty because it is the same actor. I looked it up. (laughs) Well, it's been three years since he disappeared. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Travis says, well, maybe he wouldn't be so fucking weird if I found him sooner. <laughs> I was like, he can hear you. God. <laughs> I know. Maybe he can't. We don't know anymore. Well, that's true. And he's like, so I'm blaming you. Travis runs out. And of course, Lottie runs after him because she's horny. And that's going to be this whole thing is that it's going to be her and Nat fighting over Travis. Mm-hmm. That's where all this shit comes from is the two of them fighting over Travis. Yep. All right, so at Lottie's compound, at the cult compound, everyone is in the big meeting room doing various forms of therapy. Nat and kidnapper Lisa are bonding when Lottie comes over and she tells Nat to go deeper. Nat notices the bandage on her hand. She's like, what happened there? And Lottie says, oh, it was just an accident. That was not a bandage. That was a red lace thong she'd wrapped around her hand. Did you see that? It was <laughs> yeah, red lace. I saw it was a red bandage. But they do make red. Um, oh, I can't think of what it's called. Nat says, okay, fine, fine. But before we go into the dark recesses of my soul, I just need a minute. So she goes outside because she's going to keep trying to break into Lottie's office. But as soon as she walks out, a man comes out of the room and after her and tells her someone's there to see her cut to the gate at the road and Misty is absolutely thrilled to see Nat is safe. Nat looks at Walter and she's like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, hi, I'm Walter. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about you. Missy says they are there to rescue Nat. You were kidnapped, right? And Nat's like, no. Well, yeah, technically, but it's no big deal. Lottie sent some people for me, but I'm not being held against my will anymore. Misty's like, wait, Lottie? You mean Lottie, Lottie? Lottie who was committed to a Swiss mental institution? (laughs) Nat says, yep, that Lottie. She runs this place. She's helping me reflect or whatever. Everything is fine. You can go. Nat walks away and Walter's like, she seems really nice. Misty is so confused. 
Back with adult Van and Ty. Ty has told Van the, the whole story. I'm surprised Van has not run away screaming. She's told her about how Simone found the altar with the dog head of the dog that she killed and decapitated in the basement and like pulled out its heart. And Van's just like, wow. Okay, so things have gotten really bad. Uh-huh. She asked Ty if she's seen a sleep doctor, and Ty's like, uh, no, I don't think this is the kind of thing you see a doctor for. Maybe a witch doctor, but not like an actual doctor. Anyway, can I use your shower? Because I stink. And Van's like, sure, because yeah, you do. I can smell you from over here. In the past, Misty and Crystal are on their poop bucket dumping chore duty, 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 duty. They're playing a fun game called Rapid Fire Secrets. And Crystal says, sometimes I don't take the poop all the way to the toilet. I just dump it wherever. Misty says she hates deodorant. Crystal says she let some guy finger her before the dress rehearsal of Bye Bye Birdie. Misty says one time she walked in on her parents having sex and she wasn't completely grossed out. And that's the one that did it for me because the me mere thought of my parents having sex makes me want to die. They finally get to the toilet, which is actually the huge cliff that Ty almost walked off that one time that she was sleep jazzercising at night. I said, is this why Ty is always out here? She's just following the smell? (laughs) She's attracted to the poop. She dumps it, makes a and says flush. And then she's like, okay, Misty, get some sticks so we can scrape out the rest. I was like, this is so gross. This is so gross. Crystal sits the bucket down and says, okay, I have a secret but you have to pinky swear not to tell anybody. My name isn't Crystal. It's Kristen. Everyone got it wrong on the first day of practice, and I never corrected them. Missy's like, oh, why not? And she's like, well, because they started calling me Crystal the Pistol, and no one had ever given me a nickname or even acknowledged my existence, so I didn't want to say anything in case people wouldn't like me anymore. Missy says she didn't think people liked her very much before the plane crashed, but then they started listening to me. Crystal says how lucky they are to have found someone who they can share their deepest, darkest secrets with. And Missy's like, okay, speaking of deep, dark secrets, I've got a huge one. So the night after the plane crash and Crystal's like, "Uh uh-huh. She's like, everyone was treating me like an actual human being. And I'm so starved for attention, you know? (laughs) Anyway, later that night, I found the plane's emergency transmitter and I destroyed it. And as she's telling Crystal this, Crystal's face is like slowly falling. And she's like, so you're the reason we were never rescued? And then Missy's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. You should see your face. And Crystal's like, yeah, no, bitch, you're not that good of an actress, but you are a psycho. So she grabs the poop bucket and she's like going to run back to the cabin and tell everyone. Misty begs her not to say anything. She's like, I'll do anything. I'll do your toilet duty every day. I'll do all your chores. And Crystal says, or or what? Or you'll poison me. Misty says, no, I'll fucking kill you and as she's saying this she's slowly walking towards crystal who's slowly backing up towards the cliff and of course she falls bye bye crystal Kristen. it's been great i said i would have totally yelled flush when she fell over the side <laughs> missed opportunity writers got <laughs> flush <laughs> i was like the minute that crystal was not game i was like you gotta kill her you gotta kill her and i was yeah. like this is why misty and i would be friends so i was like Bitch's gotta go. Yeah. This is not gonna end well. We knew she wasn't gonna make it back. Yeah, not great. So, back to the future. Misty is devastated in the car with Walter. She's just so sad that once again she's had another friendship that, like, she thought she had a connection mm. with people and she doesn't. So she's like, I can't understand. How could I have missed this? Lottie? I keep tabs on everyone. So how I missed that Lottie was a cult leader? And I was like, that is a pretty big one. For real, though, like, how did she miss this? Like, I don't know. It's not like she's, not like she's operating under another name right. other than Charlotte, which is her real name. Right. Walt's like, it's fine. You realize she's okay. You can move on now. And Missy's like, obviously, this is an act. They're holding her hostage, and she has to cut ties with all of her close, fr- close, close friends. And she's like, that I get it. Lottie's jealous of what Nat and I have. You can't buy that kind of friendship, but maybe you can kidnap it. And I was like, oh, oh Misty. Misty. She's like, maybe I can, uh, and Walt's like, murder for it. He's like, I get it. Your friendships are more complicated than most. Kidnapping, cults, death, Adam, Martin. And she's like, what are you talking about? 
He's like, the story about Adam's mother was moving, but I followed up and it was really easy to find out that she's dead, so you're a big liar pants. So I started figuring out that you probably killed Adam to help your friend. Missy's like, you think I'd murder someone? <gasps> He's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Because um, just look at you. You got crazy eyes. You got the crazy eyes. And that perm, it's all crazy. And he says, you're charming and impulsive, traits of most serial killers, but you pull it off. Like, I am totally charmed by you. This is not a Bundy situation. I, I think you're cool. By the way, my grandmother was convicted of killing my grandpa. She was in for like 30 years, but she always remembered my birthday and sent me a card. So she was thoughtful like you, and I like it. I was in my grandma. I'm totally into you. She's like, um, I need to go. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm your ride. She's like, listen, whatever this is between us, it's over. And she jumps out of the car. Walt does a, a huge Yui and just leaves her in the rain. And I was yeah, like, buddy. that seemed like, he's like, that oh, you're done? Okay, I am totally done. Later, lady. So back at the shitty motel that Nat was staying at, and now we know that Randy stays at, Shauna is in a cardigan and a red dress to visit Randy. And I was like, this is your going fucking dress? Like, this is not cute. Of course, the stupid dumb and dumber cops are watching like it's the best soap opera ever. Randy is so happy that Shauna's there. He's like, so happy to have visitors. And he's like, I bought chips, but I ate them all. So no <laughs> chips for our fun night. He's like, and Jeff said you were coming over, but he said, I'm not supposed to touch you. So what's happening? He's like, is this about Nat and the FBI? Sean's like, wait, what? And he says, oh, yeah, the FBI. Don't worry. They did not ask about the blackmail. Shauna says, well, that's weird about Nat. Anywho, Randy's like, well, they want to know where she was. And if she's hanging out with the purple weirdos, Shauna doesn't seem to really care that Nat is missing. Like, <laughs> these girls are such close friends, like, 20 minutes ago when they were right. tracking down this blackmailer. Now they could care less. You'd think it'd be on the news, too, that, like, Ty, who was this, whatever she is, senator or whatever, was right. in this huge accident and her wife is in the hospital. Nobody yeah. seems to care. Shauna's like, anyways, all that stuff is dumb. I don't care about anybody in my life. Here's a condom. Jerk off into it and throw it in the trash. And Jeff's like, wait, what? And she's like, don't ask me any questions about it. You owe me after the blackmail. Randy's like, okay, fine. I'll get whatever, I guess. This is what I do now. So he goes to go in the bathroom, and Sean's like, don't you dare think about me while you're doing it. And I was like, oh, you're mean. No, hey, if it gets the job done, I guess. think about it. Back in the woods, Sean is asleep in a chair, and Lottie is rubbing her belly and saying, you're going to change everything, blah, blah, blah. And this is when Shauna wakes up and is like, what the fuck? Get off of me. Lottie says, it's good for the baby to talk to him in utero. And Shauna's like, yeah, for their mother to do it. You're not the mom, and storms off. Uh, I was like, why does everyone get pissed and go outside? It's cold out there. I know. Go in the pantry yeah, or so something. Snow. Yeah. They're not even pooping outside. They're pooping inside. That, that's where true. are they pooping at? They have a poop bucket, but where do you go to poop on the bucket? Well, apparently they have this giant-ass bathroom, so they must go in there. But why isn't the poop bucket just in the bathroom? Why is it by the front door? I don't get it. And It's not even a bathroom. I think it's just a room where they had like a tub. Like they put a tub. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, at adult vans, Ty has gotten out of the shower and is creeping through Van's medicine cabinet, as one does. She finds a prescription bottle of oxycodone. She goes into the main room and shoves it at Van, asking, what is this? And Van says, I love this part. She says, it's a pill I take to mind my own business. You should take two. <laughs> she says it was her mom's. She got cancer. She lived there for the last few years of her life, and she throws the bottle in the trash can. Van is talking about how people change when they know they're going to die. And Ty says, you don't have to be dying to have regrets. And Van is just so annoyed. She's like, you don't get to disappear all this time, then show up and drop your shit in my life. Ty's like, I shouldn't have come. And Van says, fuck you, dude, which is one of my favorite sayings. She says, don't make me convince you to let me help you. Have the decency to actually ask me. And Ty's like, look, I killed my dog. My wife is in the hospital. I'm losing my mind and I'm terrified. I can't ask you for help because I don't want to hurt any more of the people I love. <laughs> and then they hug and Van's like, we'll figure it out because you're a fucking mess and I can't send you out like this. 
in the hotel room with Shauna Motel, the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. Shauna is arranging the bed to look like the sex happened. Randy's in the bathroom. He's having trouble finishing, so to speak. I mean, this is a pretty awkward situation, really. So he looks at the bottles of lotion on the bathroom shelf, and he gets himself an idea. Finally, Nat has found, Nat, future Nat, has found the right key to get into Lottie's office. She finds a safe full of cell phones, a box with files on each person and all of their personal information, their bank information. She's like, jackpot. She busts right up into that big meeting room and she's like, aha, you've been scamming everyone. Why don't you tell them about how you have detailed files of their personal lives, their phones, notes on their family and their bank information. She is taking advantage of you. Everyone in the room is just standing there like, okay. Lottie says, they already know. Nat's like, bullshit. Some guy tells Nat, yeah, uh, it's true. We give her our personal possessions willingly. Nat points a finger at Lottie and screams, she is clinically insane. The only person looking insane here is Nat. Lisa stands up for Lottie and she says, you know, we can't judge people by their past. Lottie is like, okay, everybody, leave me and Nat alone. We need to talk. She tells Nat, you're not going to find what you're looking for in my office. What you're looking for is in your head. Travis said that you were right about something. Don't you want to know what that is? Because I do. And Nat collapses on the floor and cries. Lottie says, I need to know what that note meant. And I know how we can figure it out together. Did you notice that there was a gun in that safe too? No, I didn't. Yeah. They flashed on it. And I was like, oh, that's going to come back. Because there's a gun in there. Do you think it was? Th- no. No, I was going to say, do you think it was the gun they took from Nat when she was going to kill herself? I don't know. I didn't see it, so I couldn't say. I I couldn't say. Back in the woods, Ty is following Shauna because, you know, Shauna stormed off because this is where Callie gets it from, in case you were wondering. Yeah. And Shauna's mad. She's like, you're supposed to be on my side, not Team Lottie. And Ty says, there's only one fucking team and we're all on it. And Shauna's like, you joined their prayer club and we said we weren't going to do that. Ty's like, I'm landing it because of Van, and Lottie's just, you know, she's excited about this baby. Sean's like, well, I'm not. I'm freaking out. Having a bunch of psychos praying over me in some tree cult is not making it any easier. I don't need prayers. I need you to have my back. Ty's telling her, well, is this the first time in a long time that she hasn't been afraid to fall asleep? Things are going great for her. And suddenly this one, of course, Shauna gets a contraction. And then that weird wind spirit sweeps through the woods, and all of a sudden it's like blizzard. Mm-hmm. And like makes them want to go back to the cabin. Back with Misty, she has crawled down this cliff to find Kristen Crystal's body. And she's like, oh, no. So she starts doing CPR by doing the staying alive compressions. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. But blood is just pouring out of Crystal's mouth because she's dead. She's just smashed. She's, there's nothing left. Misty flips out and then realizes, oh, by the way, there's a blizzard. And you now Crystal is, like, covered in snow. And she's like, okay, bye. Sorry, bestie. <laughs> and she's got to go. Did you know it's like the, you know, that Walter and Misty were listening to Staying Alive in the car. Oh, yeah. When they were. Yeah, you know, I, did. a little... I didn't put that together. Yeah, yeah. Back at the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn, Shauna walks out and she, while she drives away, the cops watch. And I don't like, why did Randy leave? He lives there. Like, where does he go? So the cops are like, let's go inside and get confirmation that they screwed. And Kevin says, no, this is stupid. Um, th- This isn't cop work. This is just you being gross. And also, we don't have a warrant, so none of this is admissible. And Jay Copsash says, it's cool. Kevin walks in, and he's the worst cop ever. And he's like, pillows are our best stop. They they obviously screwed. That, that's all the confirmation <laughs> we need. This one, Jay's like, no way. So then Kevin goes in the bathroom, and he's like, hey, by the way, there's a condom in the trash. And Jay says, oh, man. Damn it, I was really sure. But, you know, I'm going to go squish it for a while and smell it because I'm a creep. Oh, uh, and he's like, oh, it smells like strawberries. It's lotion. Shauna just wants us to think she's screwing Randy. Kevin with the wise like, haha, the kid gave you bad intel. You were made. Jay says, whatever. She's good, but I'm better. And I was like, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. I think it's funny because this actor is like one of the cops from Stranger Things. And he's also was in Search Party, and he always plays a terrible person, so <laughs> good to know. 
back in the cabin, Coach is looking at one of Javi's drawings because he really was in the woods working on his art. They're much mm-hmm. better than this we than the right. diary of a wimpy kid things he was doing before. And this is when Javi decides to say his first words and he says, She told me not to come back. And Coach's like, Wait, who? And he says, My friend. And I was like, Who's his friend in the woods? I wanna know. This is when Misty comes flying back into the cabin. I don't know how she beat everybody else back. And she's like, I lost Crystal. We were together and we got separated in the storm. And Keela says, we should go look for her. And Van says, forget her. Ty and Shauna are out there. Nobody gives a shit about Crystal. She she sings show tunes. We'll find somebody else to dump this shit bucket. So, of course, they all run out in the blizzard because whatever. So they go out into the porch and Van just starts screaming Ty, Shauna, and Missy's like, oh, wait, Crystal! (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. So Ty and Shauna suddenly can't figure out how to get back to the cabin. They've gone like three feet. Just turn around. Just turn around. And Shauna is contracting. So back on the porch of the cabin, which is, I didn't realize this cabin had such a nice porch. Lottie and all of them are standing there freaking out. And Lottie tells Van, what do you hear? Van says she hears the wind. Misty says she hears her breath, and she also sees it because it's CGI. Mm-hmm. But then out there where Ty and Shauna are, Ty is going, I hear my breath, and I wind, and I feel my friends trying to find us. And I was like, oh, this is so dumb. Back at Van's, Ty is asleep on the couch. Van gets up, sneaks into the kitchen, immediately starts digging through the trash can to find the bottle of pills and takes one. She turns around, and Ty is standing there, standing there. She's just standing there. Ty is standing there and kisses her. But it's not Ty. It's the other one, Van says. She asks, what do you want? Ty says, this isn't where we're supposed to be. And turns and walks away. With Nat and Lottie, like adult Nat and Lottie, they are going to try what Lottie calls a technique I learned during my time away. Like time away in a mental institution, studying abroad. Who knows? She doesn't clarify. She tells Nat, to breathe, listen to her voice, and watch this flashlight that she's clicking on and off. But also have your eyes closed, so it kind of defeats the purpose of watching this flashlight, but I digress. Picture the last time you saw Travis alone. What do you see? Nat says, a beach. Travis. I hadn't seen him in a while. He had a job, was seeing some girl. Part of me wanted to ruin it, but part of me just missed him. Lottie asks, what happened next? Nat says, what always happens? And we see them getting high as fuck. Then Nat is on the floor and she has obviously OD'd. Lottie says, okay, what do you see? Nat says, I see the crash site, but it's different. I see us. We didn't make it. Lottie asks, none of us? Nat says, we weren't alone out there. In this vision or this flashback or or whatever this is, we see Travis trying to wake Nat up. And then we see paramedics are there. They give her a shot of Narcan, which wakes her up immediately. On the floor, overdose Nat in this vision says to Travis, I saw it. I felt it. We brought it back with us. Nat comes back to reality there with Lottie and says, the whole time there was something, some darkness out there with us or in us. It still is. That's what I was right about. Lottie is horrified. Nat rests her head in Lottie's lap and it becomes young Nat. And Lottie hears a sound behind her and turns to see a shadow with these giant antlers moving across the floor. So I don't know what any of that was about, but I was like, this turns into a lost situation where like they were in purgatory. And then like, I'll just, I just, if they're all dead, I'm going to be pissed. Well, some, but like, there's a lot of theories going around that, Crystal was never actually there. Like, she was a figment of Misty's imagination. Like, she never really existed. Whoa. And then they were talking about, like, yeah, that they actually all died. And this this whole story is, like, Lottie's hallucinations. See, I'll be so pissed if that's the case. That's like a, like a snow globe. What the hell was that show? Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you I'm know what I'm you. talking about. Shit. What? It's right there. St. El- elsewhere. Yes. St. elsewhere. So, yeah, I'll I'll be mad if that is the case. I hate that. That's it. It feels so lazy. Somebody paused, like, the fact that when, when Nat says, we were not al- alone out there, but behind her, you see, while well, she was, like, coming out of the, of the OD thing, is that there was somebody with antlers walking towards her, and they've mm. been referring it now to the antler queen. It has Nat's grown-up Nat's face with that, that, um... Oh, wow. Nat over it and with the antlers, so... 
just put a pin in that. I'm sure that's going to come back later. So. Wild. Wild. So, back at the gate to the compound, Misty has apparently been ringing this buzzer for hours. Finally, someone comes She's playing jingle bells on it. Is She's she? Playing... <laughs> <laughs> she tells whoever this person is that she wants to join. Back in the woods, Ty is dragging Shauna, and they have finally made it back the three feet to the cabin. The other girls grab them, bring them inside. Akilah's like, is she in labor? To which Shauna replies with a primal scream. So I think maybe, probably, yeah. Could be gas. Anyway, the end. What if Javi is like an amazing, like, he's an amazing, amazing OBGYN? Yes, he, beca- he became a midwife. He studied midwifery out in the woods with us, whoever she is. And yeah, he's going to give birth. I decided that what I think Ty was talking about in that video where she's like, oh, I'm sorry. We really did it in episode six. You know, whatever. I think we're going to see a full-on head crowning shot. That's my prediction. I think the baby's going to die. I think it's going to come out, maybe live for a second or a few minutes and die. I think, or it's going to come out like deformed or something. Because, yeah, because she's gone through all this trauma. They haven't been eating. So, like, the ba- I don't think the baby's going to survive. And even if the baby were to survive... Obviously, she'd have to nurse it. She's not getting enough nutrients herself to nurse this baby. I mean, and there's got to be a reason why there's no baby. And obviously, it's going to come out as a boy because Lottie's nuts. Mm -hmm. But she also happens to be right a lot. Yes. So what happened to this boy baby? I think it's going to die. Oh, it's definitely. I mean, it has to die. And then that's, well, I think that they're going to have like, that's the devastating thing she's talking about is that this baby's going to die and it's going to be really sad. Yeah. Yeah. And why else would, like, they return from the woods, why else would she go running to Jeff and, like, marry him, like, almost immediately? They got married as kids. I mean, they had to get back. They Whenever they get rescued, she had to immediately mm-hmm. go to Jeff. And she's probably like, I right. want a baby to replace the baby that I lost. Right. I still wonder if he even knows about the fact that she oh. was pregnant and had a baby at all in the woods. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I would have thought they'd gone over that. But, yeah, that's interesting. She probably didn't. More than likely, she did not ever mention it to him. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, that makes me sad. That makes me very sad for her. I know. She's hanging on to that her whole life. No wonder she's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, this whole thing just must be very traumatic. It makes me want to go and watch episode six, like, right now. Because I, I know. I really... need to. And I have to go to a baby shower. And that, uh, uh, and I did not make a, like, I didn't make a, a snitch blanket with a symbol on it and dirt blood on it. So Aww. I feel unprepared for this baby shower. Well, did you make a PPTP? No, because she's having a girl, so that would be weird. (laughs) I have three friends that are pregnant with girls right now. You might have just enough time to make a fur-lined cradle out of sticks and leaves. So I could skin one of my cats. Yes. Options. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, take get the other one. All right, so I have a question that people can answer and and tell us and but i want your answer and i'm going to give you my answer and i've had time to think about it because i came up with this question but you're going to have to do off the cuff three famous people you're inviting to your slumber party go oh Oh, man this is like the interview i had the other day and they're like what do you do how do you write things i was like with a pen i don't know (laughs) i don't i don't i don't know (laughs) <laughs> it took um, me forever to come up I invite? with names it took me forever and i i still i don't know i still go back and forth oh there's so many people like you'd want somebody fun i, I so, okay I like so my food. fun person is aubrey plaza because i think she is so fucking oh, funny she's cool. and i think that would be so fun to hang out with her if i went around that realm i'd either do like anna kendrick i think she's really oh, fun oh, too that's also a great one i also lean onto my like celebrity crush so it'd be like robert downey jr or ryan reynolds okay chris pine is on my list because i just want to look at him all night long right i love him. right so the, yes. those would be i mean like one of them and then um somebody smart who's my okay. smart person okay i'll all right i'll tell you who i picked for my last one um he, he is my one who like i feel like i could sit for hours and ask for advice anthony bourdain is my third one. Oh. I love and admire him so, so, so much. I really miss him. I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Tina Fey. I think oh, that she yes. would be fun to, like, 
writing tips, comedy yeah. tips. I think I could have some fun talking to her and and still learn a lot of things because she's a really smart lady. So, yeah, that would probably be mine. I'll probably regret it later and think, oh, my God, why didn't I think about so-and-so? That's but what yeah. I've been doing. I'm like, okay, I'm just going with the first three that I thought of because I go back and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, but this would be cool. Oh, but this would be cool. This would be cool. Yeah, so I think those were great answers. Good job. I'm going to call Anna Kendrick. Ryan Reynolds, Tina Fey. It'd be a hell of a party. We'd have hell so much yeah. fun. And hell there'd be yeah. so much sarcasm and the wit that party would be amazing. So yeah, that, that's my three. That's why I say my party's going to be awesome too because Chris Pine is actually really, 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 really funny. If you ever watched like interviews with him, he is so fucking funny. And of course, Aubrey Plaza is just like my dream wife. And Anthony Bourdain is, uh, he could have a conversation with a goldfish. Like he is just awesome. So I think we are going to have some slamming parties here. I want all the Chris Pine gossip from the, what's that movie? The Don't Worry Darling. I want all the oh, gossip Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And did hey. Harry Styles spit on him? I want it all. Tell me. Sweetheart, <laughs> let me know all the gossip. Uh, and if you're listening, you could just send us an email and let us know anyway. But anyway, everyone else could let us know who is coming to their slumber party. And they could let us know that in so many different places. Like where, Tiffany? Um, you could go to Facebook and Instagram, check out our amazing memes, and let us know all about your slumber party friends at That's So Original Podcast. You can go to our website at That's So Original Podcast.com. Send us an email at that's so original podcast at gmail.com or go to Twitter at that's so pod. Um, if you like us, interview us on iTunes, follow us on Stitcher and Spotify, send us a snail mail. If you can figure out our address, I'll be impressed. Also, creeped out, might send uh-huh. my cops. Um, you know, send us a telegram, find some place that does that. Send me some Western Union because I'm poor. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Um, you know, all those things. All of those yeah. things. All right. Yes, please do so. And we'll be back next week talking to you about episode six. It's called Key, French for who. And um, yeah, we're going to be talking about that next time. So talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Maybe it was like, it was supposed to be Keith. And they were supposed to they were gonna name the baby. <laughs> please. <laughs> Oh, please. There's this meme that's like, no, I won't hold your newborn Keith, but I will let him look at my investment portfolio or something like that. It's funny. It's like Kimmy Schmidt and they named, the little baby was named Linda. They're like, no babies are named Linda, ever. (laughs) They're like, I want you to meet Linda. And he's like, who's that? The lady from church? And he's like, no, it's my baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 